This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. What a big day it is. Not only is it the one year anniversary of this podcast, it is also Canada Day, and I am getting my second vaccine tonight. While you, well, hopefully you're listening to this on the Thursday, as soon as it comes out. And yeah, I'm getting my vaccine tonight, number two. So I will be fully vaccinated and ready to party. And if you live in Canada and you have children, you probably also realize that because it's Canada Day, we are going to hear fireworks probably all weekend because nobody likes to just put off fireworks on the day that is the actual holiday. No, 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 no. They like to set them off all weekend. So I am not looking forward to that because if you follow me on Instagram, you know how passionately I feel about fireworks. They are so pointless. I don't know why they exist. I don't know why it's not illegal to set them off in neighborhoods or even in rural areas. Why do they exist? No, no, no. And it doesn't get dark outside until at least 10 p.m. now. So people are setting them off later and people don't know how to set them off properly. It's not like, you know, when you go see a firework show and it's put on by professionals, it's like one after the other and it's a condensed period of time. So it's like 20 minutes, a nice show. I could handle that. But no, it's like, Every odd person in the neighborhood is setting off a firework every 10 minutes or so because they don't know what they're doing. So it's not like the neighborhood gets together and they put on a 20 minute show and it's, you know, enjoyable for everyone. No, it's like every second person wants to set off their own fireworks in their own yard and set them off one every 10 minutes. So it's like you're dealing with these annoying sounds for hours every single night. And our dogs, first of all, Milo has never been woken up by fireworks, knock on wood, because I'll be so mad if he does. So it's not that I'm worried that he's going to wake up. It's like it just is anxiety provoking. And our dogs are not even affected by the fireworks. Like I know many people's dogs are like panicking and so stressed out and like whimpering and scared when fireworks are going off. Our dogs don't even move. They're literally just like sleeping. And it still causes me this much anger and irritation. 
So I can't imagine having a baby that actually wakes up because of the fireworks and then having stressed out animals on top of that. I could literally have an entire episode about fireworks, but anyways, I just went on a rant there. It is the one year anniversary of the podcast. That's, I should set off freaking fireworks today or yeah, I'll set off my own freaking fireworks, okay? It's the one year anniversary. I can't believe I've been doing this for a year and not even just one episode a week, two episodes a week. That's a lot of episodes, a lot of amazing conversations. That has definitely been the biggest perk of having a podcast. It kind of gives you an excuse to have conversations with people that you just want to talk to. So a lot of my guests have been other moms that I met through TikTok. And it's like, when else would I be like, hey, you want to Zoom chat for an hour and just talk? But because I have a podcast, it's like that's a normal thing to ask people to do. So then I get to meet them virtually and we have a really great conversation. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I know you better. I started during the pandemic, I don't even know what that is like. I don't think I've ever had an episode where I'm talking to someone in person, except for my husband, I guess. Um, But that doesn't count. I think that's episode 51, by the way. The pediatric urology episode. Speaking of which, I need to get my husband back on because we need to do the adult urology episode. So maybe we can record that soon and I will put up some um, little question stickers on my stories so you can ask him your most pressing adult urology questions. You can think like UTIs, kidney stones, vasectomies, all that stuff. Anyways, I always wonder once things are back to normal, will I be able to do episodes in person? Like, do I need new equipment? I don't even know what that would look like, but it's kind of exciting to think about. Um, A little bit scary too, because I always get anxious before podcasts, not if I'm a guest on someone else's podcast, but if they're, if I'm hosting someone on my show, I just get anxious. I don't know why. And it's weird because I do less talking when it's my episodes because they're the guest. And so usually I'm asking them stuff. But when I'm on someone's podcast, they're asking me stuff and I find that less stressful for some reason. Um, Anyways, I guess because when it's your show, it's like the responsibility is on you. So it just feels different. But yeah, so who knows? Maybe I'll be able to do some episodes in person. That would be really fun. Um, I wanted to explain why I started the podcast in the first place. And it's really funny because years ago, my sister-in-law had a podcast and I was thinking to myself, I didn't listen to podcasts. I was like, I would never start a podcast ever, ever. Like everyone's doing it. I don't know. Like seems like a lot of work. I don't really like talking. You know, I spent the last 10 years in grad school where I'm just like at a computer by myself writing. Um, Yeah. And so I never, ever, ever thought that I would start one. And then once I started to post more on social media and on TikTok, I don't have a podcaster voice. I'm sorry. My my voice is giving out. Maybe for my one year anniversary, I'll treat myself to some voice lessons. Um, anyways, to speak more efficiently. I remember Jillian Harris talking about this. She does the same thing. Like she doesn't speak properly. And so her voice starts to suffer. I feel like I have the exact same issue. Anyways, once I started posting more on social media and like seeing people's comments and, you know, 
having people message me about their stories. I was like, wow, all these topics that I was posting about, I wanted to talk more in depth about with people in those areas, like experts in that area. So whether it be like pelvic floor stuff, um, like urology stuff, um, mental health stuff. So I was like, what better way to do that than to start a podcast? So I looked into it and you didn't really need much to start. You literally just had to buy a microphone. So I ordered a microphone on Amazon. It came in a few days. I bought a table to put in my closet at our old house Um, because I didn't have a studio and I was researching so much about audio and the best place to record and they said in a closet because you're surrounded by clothes which acts as like a sound buffer and there's no windows it's you know closed in so I started this podcast in my closet with my little microphone that I'm still using right now that I ordered on Amazon. Then I had to look into all the different programs that I would have to sign up for, make accounts. So there, I started this podcast on Buzzsprout, which that is where after you have your audio file for your episode, you upload it in there and then they send it out to all the different platforms. Um, So that was a little bit of a process because you have to go through and register your show to each platform separately and then they kind of accept it and then it can be sent out to those platforms by Buzzsprout. So that was a little bit of, you know, trial and error. I also had my friend was a producer on a podcast for like a nonprofit um company or business or whatever you call it. So she was helping me a lot and telling me how they did their show. And then I was trying to prepare for mine in the same way. So, you know, laying out some episode topics and how often did I want to publish? And was I only going to do solo episodes or was I going to talk to guests only or do both? So it took a while to kind of narrow down all of that stuff. You had to... um have. So when you register your show for the different platforms, I had to write my show description. So what did I want that to be? Like when people find me and they don't know who I am, how do I best describe what the show is about? Then I was trying to figure out how to record. So initially I was using Zencaster, which when I signed up, you know, a year ago, they didn't have the video capability. So it was literally like a phone call with people through the computer and it would record the audio, then you download it. And then I would put that audio file into Audacity, which is what I'm recording in right now. And that is a free program that you can download and you can record into it. And you can also put audio files into it and edit. So I literally just watched a ton of YouTube videos on Audacity, how to edit like just the basics of editing in that program because until recently I was the one editing every single episode and it was really time consuming. Um, But yeah, I feel like I learned a lot through watching YouTube videos, reading podcast blogs, um, you know, like how to podcast, the basics of starting a podcast And just from there, I would pick and choose uh, the programs I was going to use. And 
ask other people who were podcasting. I had questions for them as well. Or, you know, recently I've had people help me with stuff. So now I have an editor for the co-hosted episodes. And that has just been so helpful and a time saver and, you know, less of a headache. It was really hard initially because you see all these other podcasts that are more established and they have these really awesome promo clips and posts on their social media or, you know, the intros of their podcast are all elaborate and they have ads, like professional ads running. And I was like, oh my God, like, how do they do all this? But, and then when Podcast Nation approached me and I met with um, Cleo and Nadine from that network, I was like, wow, this, like, it just fits. They feel right to me and I connect with them. I loved the, like, honestly, like the network's website, like the other shows that they had on. It just seemed perfect. I can't even explain it. It, I was just like, this is my vibe. Like this network is my vibe, whereas the other ones were not. They were more like they were bigger and this is more, it just feels more tight knit at Podcast Nation. And I really like, I'm so happy to be a part of that network. I feel so lucky. Um, Working with them has been super easy. They're very on the ball. So it's been a really good experience. And I'm just excited to see where it takes us and where it takes the show. And that was one of the main things that we chatted about was like my goal is to grow the show like I just want to grow the show as much as possible and so you know any money that I make from the podcast from brand partnerships on social media I literally just funnel it back into the podcast paying editors the video editors um Also Play is the company, the media company that helps me run the podcast account. And that was a decision that I made with my husband. Let's go all in and try and grow the show and just see what happens. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein, I'm looking at sugar content, and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. 
And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the Biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Okay, first off, somebody said, what career might you have pursued if not for COVID and starting the podcast? So honestly, we are not from the GTA area, but in my mind, um, I was almost done my PhD when we moved here and Milo was starting daycare. So in my mind, I was like, oh, it's Toronto. There's going to be so many job opportunities for me downtown. But we live like 45 minutes outside of downtown. And my husband is a physician and his schedule is very like inconsistent and unpredictable. So I think it was a little bit silly of me to think that I could commute downtown in rush hour traffic. It just really doesn't make sense. But in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to work at like a research institute downtown like a health, like part of a hospital or whatever. And yeah, not so much. Once we moved here and Milo started daycare, I was like, there is no way that could happen. So I was looking into jobs that were close by, but there's really, for what I do, which is healthcare research, um, 
like there's not a lot once you leave the downtown core so I could be like a college professor but again like there's not that many colleges around the outskirts of Toronto so yeah I really don't know now I'm sure there's a lot of jobs that are more remote because of COVID Um, I haven't looked into it but yeah that was my plan Somebody asked how I got guests when I was a new podcaster. So I just reached out to people mostly on social media. Um, And I think it was mostly people that followed me as well. So on TikTok, like some of my first guests were, well, my very first guest was Alexandra, who is my friend. She's a speech language pathologist. That is such an informative episode. It is unbelievable. So that really kicked off the podcast in a good way. Um, My second guest was Kathy, who is my friend. We talked about plus size pregnancy, which is a very eye-opening episode. And let's see. Then I had my friend that I met on TikTok, Adiza, and we talked about recovering from a vaginal birth. And these are all every second episode because I knew I wanted to do solo episodes that were basically like an extension of blog posts or Instagram posts on the topics that I like to talk about. So, you know, not wanting visitors after giving birth, um, taking your child on trips, like things like that, that I just wanted to get on a microphone and rant about and tell my stories. But yeah, I got really lucky. After Adiza, I had Mr. Chaz on and we talked about toddlers and tantrums and I knew him from TikTok as well. Then I had another TikTok friend, Gwenna Lathland, who is Mama Cusses on TikTok. We had a wicked conversation about mom guilt. That's episode number 10. And then I had um, another TikToker, Dr. Alicia Jeffrey Thomas, who is Scrambled Jam on TikTok. She does all the pelvic health stuff. I loved her account um, when I was starting this podcast. I still do. Super informative and talks about all the pelvic health things. So I just asked her to come on the podcast and she did. And that was so apparently I got all my guests from TikTok. And then I found as my platform grew, then I just had access to more people that, you know, I would DM with every once in a while, like sleep consultants or um, child behavior people. And that is kind of how I picked my guests. And I was very, and I still am very selective when it comes to guests on the podcast because I want it to be someone that I would want to hear from like somebody I'm very selfish it's like who do I want to talk to like who do I want to ask questions to Um, the number of emails I get from public relations people who want their clients to come on the podcast to talk about things is unbelievable and yeah I'm very selective but look like look how successful the podcast has been and I just picked my guests on TikTok. It's not just about having guests on that have a big following or, you know, have written a book or are reality TV stars, like whatever it is. It's like, what kind of conversation can we have? And what are, like, I want to share their thoughts and their viewpoints on things with the audience. Somebody asked if the podcast is going in the direction that I had hoped that it would, and I would say definitely 
yes. I find the growth is a little bit slow, but then other people tell me that it's actually been really fast. So like I have no frame of reference. I I don't work in the podcast world. I'm not familiar with other people's numbers or, you know, it's and podcast numbers are not really public. So it's not like on social media where I can go look at other people's accounts and I'm like, oh, they have this many followers. They get this many likes on their posts. Like podcast is very secretive. You don't know how other shows are doing. And the ratings on Apple Podcasts can be so deceiving as well. They try and boost new shows. And I remember for a week, I was like number 200 on the kids and family chart. And I still have no idea why. Like I've always been in the top 50 since I started. And then for one week, I was number 200. I was like, what the heck is going on? So I don't know. It's just, it's hard to tell where you fit in the podcast space and how your show is doing. So I really just try and think of it as, okay, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with, you know, my numbers and how things are going. But you always, it's like this inner desire to see like, well, what are other shows doing? But yeah, things have been going really well. I really, I wanted to join a network because they help bring sponsors to the show and and they also like reach out to some guests that I want to have on the show. Um, they just take a lot of that behind the scenes work on, which, you know, gives me more time to do other stuff like make merch for the podcast, which is coming soon. I'm so excited about it. I want people to listen to episodes and then start conversations with their friends about these topics or their partner. So I think the show is on the right track to do those things. And it's exciting to think about, you know, where it could go because there's no limits. Like who knows where it's going to end up. Somebody asked what surprised me the most or shocked me about being in the social media world. So many brands and businesses reach out to people like myself and you know sometimes I wish I had I could be like oh here speak to my manager and then they're just like nope sorry she's not doing that. But when it's just you It's like awkward when people are like, oh, we would love for you to promote this on your page. And I'm like, oh, okay, here's my media kit. Like this is, these are my rates for the different things that I could do for you. Um, And then they're like, oh, actually, like we don't have a budget for that. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. Like I understand, but I am also a small business and like I don't really work for free. And don't get me wrong, most people in my position, we share things every single day that we like. We tag brands without being paid. Like that is, I like to share those things with you. You know, if people are like, oh, where did Milo get that? Or I know he's wearing something really cool. I will tell you who made it. Like it's not that we don't want to share those things. But when people just come into your email or your messages on Instagram and are asking something of you, then it starts to feel a little bit odd and like you're being used. But yeah, I'm saying no to businesses about social media stuff. But then at the same time, I'm also saying no a million times a day for people that want to come on the podcast. Because again, I am very selective about who comes on the podcast and... 
I don't think I'll ever not be that way because I want the conversations to be interesting. I don't just want someone coming on because they want to sell a book or they, you know, have some new program that they're offering people. And that's not to say if you have a book or a program, you're not going to be invited on the podcast, but I'm just saying that you have to have both. You have to have something that I'm really interested in or I like your viewpoints on things or I think we could have a really good conversation. I'm wondering if you can hear my dogs barking. God, they're annoying. As I am getting to the 30 minute mark, I will answer the last question, which I have to look through the episode. Somebody asked what my favorite episode is. So let me take a look and I will tell you. Okay, there's way too many, but I will list off some that I think are really valuable for moms. So I think the screens um, episode with Dr. Cindy Hovington was very informative. That is episode number number 90, Self-Compassion in Motherhood with Dr. Angel Montfort. That is episode number 83, Rage in Motherhood with Jen Reddish. That's number 81. Anxiety and OCD in Pregnancy and Motherhood with Jen Jenna Overbaugh. That is episode 41. Struggle Care with Casey Davis, that is episode 49. Encouraging Bodily Autonomy with Dr. Broderson, that was such an eye-opening episode. That is episode 53. Honestly, I could pick out so many episodes because there's so much valuable information. Ugh, good job, Renee. If you are a newer listener, definitely go back and look at the episodes and pick some out that you think that you would find valuable because there's so many good ones. I just really want to thank everybody for listening every single week and, you know, being supportive on social media, for telling your friends about the podcast or telling them to follow me on Instagram or on TikTok for rating and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. Like all these little things help so much. Like liking a a post, commenting on a post, sharing a post with a friend, telling a friend about an episode. All these, like the audience is the reason that a show grows. So it means so much to me that you guys are engaging with the show and that you enjoy it. Next week's solo episode is all about baby showers and I cannot wait to record that one and I also cannot wait to put a sticker up on my stories and get your feedback because that is going to be a doozy. You guys are literally the best. Um, So if you haven't already, please rate, review, follow the show on Apple Podcasts. They call it following now or wherever you listen to your podcasts, wherever that might be. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at the.mom.room. The podcast Instagram account is beautiful and it is at the mom room podcast. I do have merch coming soon. So obviously you're going to hear about it once it is out because I am so excited. I just ordered myself a couple pieces last night and I might wait until I get mine to put the store live, but we will see if I'm able to hold on that long. 
So thank you so much. If you want to have a drink tonight and celebrate the one year anniversary of the Mom Ram Mom Mom, Mom Room podcast, I support this decision. I think I will have a little sip of something tonight, actually. No. Well, today's Wednesday when I'm talking right now, but I'll have a drink tonight and tomorrow. How about that? You know what else I'm going to do? Ride my new Peloton that I finally got my shoes into. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. And I will see you on social media. And I will see you next week when I destroy the traditions of baby showers. Stay tuned. And I hope your children sleep tonight. 